0: Digital currency is a new and very speculative market. It is risky. No outcome can be predicted with any investment. is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors. MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us in the guest segment of our show. Always glad to be with you. This is the Common Sense Show, as you know. My name is Dave Hodges, and we're the show. That's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Hey, I got a deal for you. Um, The deal is this now that some of us are being let out of prison, not many, but some across the country, car buying is going up. And you got to be careful because you never know what unscrupulous people you're going to come across. And we got the perfect device for you. Say, hey, just a second, Mr. Car Salesman. I want to test this out. You don't mind? Okay, sure. I'm going to put this in your port. If they don't let you do it, walk away. You put it in, they'll say, okay, this is what's wrong with your car, and this is how much you can expect to pay for it. How cool is this? I didn't really make any bad mistakes when I was uh, buying cars in the past, but I wish I'd have had this device just to be sure. You always left and you wondered, did I really get a good deal? Is this car really going to be okay? Well, now you can be sure. Repairwithdave.com That's repairwithdave.com It's a fantastic device. And I'm telling you, every family needs to have it if you're anticipating buying a car. Or just going to the car repairman. How many times have you been upsold? Oh, you got something wrong with the boobalana. and then the cablibulator that can upsell you on that crap? No, 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 no. Never let it happen again. Repairwithdave.com. Also, we're brought to you by PrepareWithDave.com. Best in storable food, restaurant quality, 25 year shelf life. The food collection needs to be part of your daily routine now because we are going to have major shortages. Go to preparewithdave.com. So you got preparewithdave.com for the getaway car, and you've got re- preparewithdave.com for the storable food. And now we have Paul Martin from Colorado, Colorado, where the Nazis are running the state. Oh, it's so bad there. Paul, you make me glad—not you personally, but the situation there in that state makes me glad that I left for Arizona.
1: Well, you know, I couldn't take—I couldn't take the heat <laughs> down there in Arizona.
0: Oh, you get used anymore. to it.
1: But I got to yeah, tell you, uh,
0: my, my, I moved down here in July of 1985. Okay, young, spry guy, and I'm thinking, oh, it's so hot out here. And I was into playing quite a bit of tennis then, and so call up my friend that I grew up with, who's also living down here in this area, and I said, hey, come on over here and let's play some tennis. Now, he'd been living here for about three or four years. He was acclimated. And you, that's it, Paul. You get acclimated. So we go out there on the court, and I'm up like you know, 40-0. 40-love. I'm kicking his butt. And I'm up three games to nothing, and I lose six games to three. I was so tired and so cramped up. I could barely walk off the court. It was nine thirty at night, and it was ninety-seven degrees and humid. <laughs> Hello, that's not exactly. <laughs> the been, there,
1: been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. They transferred my dad. I'm from Odessa, Texas, which is out in the desert, West Texas, Southwest Texas, and moved us to Tulsa, Oklahoma, in, the, in July. And with, when we got there, it was like, it, it had been 100 degrees plus for days and days, 90% humidity. I couldn't even get out of the house. Yeah. I, had to, I had to lay on an air conditioner vent with a, <laughs> with a blanket on top of me. And uh, even at night, it's, it's brutal. I mean, it's like, and I thought Tulsa, the humidity there. It was bad until I got to Okinawa when I was in the Marine Corps. My first trip over there, and uh, I walked off that plane, Dave, and it was like walking into a wall. It was worse than Tulsa. And the guy said, "Well, if you don't like this, if you go to Vietnam, it's going to be worse." So, so God help me. We, so, so, I got. I heard. Yeah, I got. I got orders to go to Vietnam, and uh, we got. Uh, stymied by a typhoon. We were in Gotemba, Japan, and went down to a really deep natural port in uh, Numazu, Japan, where those LST ships could just literally drive up almost all the way to the beach and drop that nose ramp where we drive the tanks up in. There was a typhoon coming up from the south and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and it just slammed southern Japan really bad. It just tore the heck out of it so the the uh, fleet couldn't get to us so we didn't have to go, but I'm glad I didn't go for varied reasons. Number one's the
0: humidity. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! How'd you get out of going to Vietnam just because of one storm?
1: The fleet had to turn around. It couldn't. It couldn't get to us, so they went back to the Philippines and picked up another tank unit.
0: And what did they do with you?
1: Uh, we stayed there till we um, came back to the states.
0: And you never had to go back to Nam. Uh. Uh-uh oh wow i remember i was a kid uh i was a dependent you know obviously my dad was military and i was in the gym at laurie air force base in denver playing basketball in fact i was actually playing with the base team and i was probably i don't know 13 14 years old and they came in with the orders for this unit and all these guys were going to nam except one guy and he was jumping and hollering and screaming And I I knew him a little bit, and I I just said, hey, Chip, what's going on? Man, I says, "Uh, did you get good news or what? He says, I ain't going to Nam. I said, are you staying here? Get to teach me how to play? No. I'm so happy. I'm going to Greenland. The guy was Ah. having a conniption fit because he said he wasn't going to nom. Yeah, I remember, I remember that like it was yesterday. Anyway, um, I tell you, there's nothing happened in the world. That's why we're engaging in small talk right now. Uh huh. Let's get down to business, Paul. Let well, me just I start. I just want
1: to start off with one will, little item, and then you can take off. Uh, you have got to watch. There's a new. It's vaxed two. V a x x e d two. Yeah. New movie out on the vaccine industry, and it is. It'll break your heart. I mean, yeah. I, I watched once uh, one, one uh, section. This lady was beautiful, married, had a husband, and she'd had twins. Just beautiful little blonde-headed girls, and just lively. And, of course, being twins, they loved each other and hugged each other and held hands and all that. They got their shots, and they turned into zombies. And they showed pictures of these beautiful What'd little blonde take? babies. What did they take? i don't remember what it was
0: and yeah because uh, I, I gotta tell you man i there was this guy here it was a talk show host in phoenix and one day i'm driving down the road and the guy goes all vaccines are perfectly safe and i'm thinking oh, where, where's this moron going and i couldn't stand listening to him he had a voice that would have made the all outdoors throw up but he's going on they're all perfectly safe and his host says uh, you mean uh, all 73 of them yeah Hundred percent safe. Hundred percent safe. No side effects whatsoever. Paul, can you name me a medication family of any type where there's no contraindications, no side effects?
1: Uh, no. Look at the autism rate.
0: Yeah, this is anyway, just crazy. I, I, I had crazy. Anyway, to get up. Yeah, and walk, I, away, yeah walk away. Yeah, I, I hear from what that. you're saying, but I, I, you know, listen. Every medication has benefits. Um, I mean, have we lowered measles and mumps and so forth? Maybe. Um, But every family of medications, every family has side effects. This is why I work so closely with Dr. Ted Brower, trying to go natural as much as I can. Um, I haven't been 100% successful, but I'm working in that regard, and this is what people need to do. Hey, I wondered if you happened to catch my article on uh, my website, where I said how Fauci is inventing illnesses linked to COVID-19 for the purposes of keeping kids out of school and America locked down. Did you see that?
1: Yes. Yeah, 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 I put it up at revolutionradio.org. It's up there right now.
0: I, I mean, and, you know, and I'm going to comment, and I want you to respond to this. But when you do a doctor's diagnosis, and all the nurses and doctors listening out there will... Will clearly identify with this. You get an ICD code, and that's used for uh, consistent diagnosis possibilities. You know, so doctors can effectively communicate with each other about what a patient has, and we know what the symptomology is. And also, it's used for insurance billing. And on this thing called PMIS, um, is supposedly up to 100 kids across the nation are dying of inflammation around the heart. And it's linked to COVID. Well, first of all, (laughs) there's no ICD uh, designation. So it's not even recognized by the World Health Organization as an illness. Secondly, this is just amazing, Paul. The CDC in an interview with NBC News said, Oh yeah, we've got to work out the diagnostic criteria. So like in a lot of these symptoms for ICD illnesses, they'll say, okay, there are 10 possible symptoms. You have to have seven to get a positive diagnosis. They don't even have a list. And, and and then they go, well, it's linked to COVID. Well, how do you know that? And I saw in a later interview, they said, well, because the kids that have died have tested positive for COVID. First of all, I don't even know if I believe that. But let's assume that's true for a second. The CDC and the FDA have already said they didn't have time to test the kits. They don't even know the false positive rate. And Tanzania the president was so suspect about the testing kits coming out of the CDC. He injected pigs, cows, and goats, and oranges, and all of them tested positive for CV19. So you yeah. can't you can't even trust the testing. So here we got Fauci coming up with this thing, and I'm not saying we shouldn't find out what's going on with these kits. But what I'm saying is, to say this is COVID-19, and this is the reason kids can't go to school next year and America has to stay locked down, does that expose the agenda of Fauci?
1: Oh, absolutely. This, this guy's this guy heavily, deeply invested in more ways than one with China and the Hillary Clinton Foundation.
0: And, and uh, Bill, Bill and Hay- Melinda Gates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh, when you are a federal employee... You are not allowed to have conflicts of interest. Make an example. When I was uh, teaching my classes and I had the duty of ordering a textbook, let's just say for the sake of argument, I own the Smith & Wesson textbook company. Okay, And so they said, well, what textbook do you want? So I order for myself so the university and ultimately the students would have to pay my company, by me, to get the money. That's called conflict of interest. Well when you're working on vaccines in your Fauci for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation you have a financial relationship that's been well publicized that's illegal conflict of interest
1: well, it, try- this whole thing is demonic I mean we're 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 at the stage right now where we're we're dividing the dividing line is decent god-fearing Americans with luciferians and that's where we're at
0: That's about it Yeah, the they they have salvation, and the have-nots have eternal damnation. I, I would agree. I would agree. But right now, they're creating hell on earth.
1: Well, they are, and it's it's uh, it's not doing so well out here. I talked to a a, a good friend with the Larimer County Sheriff's Department this evening, and he was ripped, roaring, mad, and uh, and I. He, I was asking him, you know, how things were doing in Wellington with the population, and he said, "Pretty good." I said, "Domestic abuse, little, just a little bit higher than normal, which is good." Uh, but he said, "People are stomping mad," it, as well as the, the the sheriff deputies. Of course, they've got families and kids aren't going to school and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, and I was looking at him, and I said, "There is not a single law anywhere." That, number one, says we have to wear masks, and he wasn't wearing one, and I wasn't wearing one. And uh, there's no law that says we have to stand six feet apart. And all this other ludicrous bovine excrement that they're putting on us, it's, it's the greatest hoax in the history of this country.
0: It is. In fact, they had a deal here in Tempe, Arizona, where Arizona State's located, southern suburb of Phoenix, And they had a restaurant open last night, and the media went ballistic. They went into the restaurant, and it was kind of a restaurant slash bar, and and they were showing, look at these two people there. They're not six feet apart. Now, how do you know they weren't married? withdave.com. That's waterwithdave.com dot Save eighty dollars for a short time. You know what I'm saying? How do you know you're not married? You're not supposed to stay six feet apart from your spouse. How ridiculous is that? And and they're going through and they're p- trying to poke holes in having the restaurant open. And 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 here here's the deal. I've talked to people in DHS. I've talked to people in other federal law enforcement. And their studies tell them that social distancing only is effective when it's 21 feet or larger. The 6 feet is a joke. It's a joke.
1: Well, there's multiple videos out there showing that how far a sneeze or a cough ventures in one second. It's 28 feet.
0: That's a long jump shot.
1: Yep. Yeah, there's... Bunches of videos up there, you know, kind of animated, you know, with a human standing there and a sneeze and it's got the particles are colored green. and.
0: Ooh, and, ooh uh, Okay. By calling Noble Gold at 877 646 5347. Here's what we've done though. Now that public pressure is forcing some things open, we're trading one set of Nazi controls for another. So, no, you don't have a right to feed your kids. The cops who are coming to arrest you and find you, they have their paychecks the politicians that make these crazy unconstitutional policies they're getting paid but you're not okay so now they've traded that for you can have your business open but we're going to make it damn miserable for you now here's the thing I, i actually called the station today and they basically hung up on me um i called them and i said yeah i saw your piece on that restaurant out in tempe and i saw your interview with the mayor of tempe who's really doesn't seem like he's a bad guy and I said uh, I, I couldn't object more. Well, this is the facts, and you're making the people unsafe. And I said, really? Then why aren't you in Walmart? Why are you guys so duplicitous? You won't go to a box store and report the things that I've seen that I got hung up on. Yep. <clears throat> so, you know, so oh. you,
1: I mean, you made it. That one article you wrote, you made a really good list. I mean, we can we can go to the to the to the big box stores, but we can't go to a restaurant. We can't go to church. You know, we can't do
0: Jack. No, don't you know that? Walmart and um, Sam's Club and Costco and Target, they are virus-free zones. Viruses die when they get to the door. But the competitors for these stores fall business a few blocks away. Those infectons are just waiting to prey upon the people that enter those establishments. It's crazy. And then the Democratic mayors and governors' families that are seen out and about in bars and partying in violation of their own orders, that's okay because the coronavirus goes away when they do that, but when they leave, it comes right back. It's amazing how this works.
1: Insane. But i tell you <laughs> what, they're, you know, I, I can only speak for, for Colorado, but uh, <laughs> they're building a bomb.
0: You mean a self detonating one?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People, I can see that. People are just, just about had enough, and I did. I called you and told you I've got a. Uh, we'll call him an associate, and that's as much that's as far as I'll go. But he's got a uh, source inside the state capitol in Denver, and uh, our, our our wonderful Democrat governor is planning to use the state forces, state National Guard, to go after any restaurant, any business that doesn't follow his plan, including including sheriff's departments and police departments. But there's only one problem with that. I talked to a good friend of mine that's a uh, uh, got two tours in the sandbox. He's br- the guy's brilliant. You'd really love him. And I called him and told him, and he said, most <laughs> most of the state guard in the, in this state hates the governor. Along with, of course, we saw the the uh, big uh, meeting they had, in, the first big meeting they had in Denver, and the the uh, Denver PD was clapping their hands and honking their horns and. Waving at the at the protesters, so they're not on that side. The the uh, law enforcement, county law enforcement, and state patrolmen that I know can't stand him. So this this could turn into be a uh, real interesting project here in Colorado, Dave.
0: Yeah, I love your governor's last name, Polis, as in Polis State. Yeah, yeah, I love it i'm uh, gonna do a lot with that you know i i gotta give a disclaimer though um i have a dear friend from basketball circles and um of course i know because i'm conservative i'm racist but this man happens to be black and we have done more dinners and happy hours and stuff that i could even count and um so he calls me today and he says uh dave what are you doing says well actually I'm uh, up in Wickenburg at one of the businesses that Defy Ducey having lunch and I brought him one of our coffee mugs and uh, and by the way I walked in there too the daughter of the owner was great she said Dave you're not going to believe this people are calling us from Seattle and Indianapolis and Florida and Texas and she goes all across the country people are calling us telling us what a great job we're doing based on the interview that we published Uh, it was pretty cool to hear this but anyway, while we're in there, my friend Joe calls me. And Joe happens to be black. and uh, Actually, half black, half Puerto Rican. And Joe calls me, and uh, we know each other from basketball circles. Now he works inside the state government. And uh, great guy. Great human being. Give you the shirt off his back. And and um, we were talking today, and he says, uh, Dave, why is it that people like you and me come from different backgrounds? We get along so well, and our country can't. And I thought for a second, and I said, because we actually sit down and have talked to each other. We found, first it was basketball we had in common. And to me, it, it, okay, a great divide came over me. And I started seeing all these images. And I thought, if I could run Congress for a day at the beginning of each session, I'd have them come in and give them team-building games to play, only you couldn't have all Democrats on one team and Republicans on another. And and I, I think that if we start doing that and you mixed up the softball teams and had games, they might actually begin to see each other as human beings and be able to tolerate their differences. What do you think?
1: Well, absolutely. Well, I, I was uh, talking to a, another customer today and he uh, that knows quite a few Democrats, and uh, so they—they are really, really, really angry with what's going on.
0: Yes, they are. And, I get that too.
1: And uh, so, I mean, these democrats they they are they are going to blow up their own party. I mean, they're already dead. That's why all this is going on. That's why we have this uh, COVID nineteen here. As we've talked about, and, and yeah, uh, yeah, we got Obama it. gave the the, the original uh, mixture was HIV and SARS that came out of that lab in North Carolina. Obama gave it to the Chinese, they took it back to China and inserted a whole bunch
0: now, of stuff now. Now, 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 you know, you can't say this now. San, Anto- San Antonio has declared that to be hate speech, the home
1: of the Alamo. I know, I've,
0: uh, yeah, oh, I know, boy, I have. Uh, you wonder if, if Davy Crocker if he were alive today, he'd be looking down, he'd be saying, I ain't going to die for this crap. <laughs> he he would have, they would have walked away, gone back to Tennessee. Um, I hear what you're saying. Uh, the bottom line is, is we, are, I can't believe social media. Everyone and their mother knows this flu started in China. Okay, even if you don't think there's any proof for collusion Wrongdoing. It started in China. There's nowhere else it started. That you go back and read the accounts. Yet you can't say it on social media. And and politicians are even saying it started in China. But oh, it's racist. No, it's not. It, it's it's kind of like if okay, like if I pick a, a football offense from a particular team, and it's like the USC offense, and I start calling it the USC. Does that mean I'm putting USC down, or am I just using as an identifier? And we can't even say that. That's how controlled our speech are. And I was starting to say something earlier that fits into this. Um, we've gone from now we can't have our businesses open, can't conduct normal lives, to where now they're kind of pretending to go through the motions to give us rights, but you got to stay six feet away. you got to obey all these rules. Are you kidding me? They, we just traded one form of tyranny for another.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the, 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 the people just got to revolt against all of this garbage. All of it.
0: Yeah. I, I saw this video, um, and then I did a podcast on it. <laughs> I, I can't repeat most of what was in it, because you got the F this and the F that and the M er and the blah, 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 and the B this, and you get the idea. So, this uh, store is open in Fresno, and I'd say 15, 20 people decide they're going to block the entrance from the cops. This is pretty cool to to watch this. Except, you know, I I gave a little consternation warning here. Uh, This one lady who was videotaping narration, it was F every other word. And it makes you look ignorant. Here these people are, are, are basically promoting a noble cause, the Constitution, and engaged in a noble practice, civil disobedience, and defense of your rights against tyranny, and then they kind of go down into the gutter with their language. Not good. But uh the people blocked the way. This one cop comes up, this lady kept calling him a half pint. He was probably about five, six. She goes, You're half an SOB. You're not even a full SOB. And you kind of get the idea about how contentious this was. Well, there was this guy, he had to be sixty-five if he was a day. And he and his wife were standing there and his hands are down, and I, I replayed it to make sure I saw it correctly cop says, you pushed me. His hands were down. I played it back. No, his hands were down. And he's an old guy. And they arrested him. Because they knew he wouldn't fight back. What a sissy cop that was. There were a couple of really big guys. They were given the Hitler arm salute. I mean, Paul... I'll send you the, the video of this. This is flipping incredible. Um, and if there wasn't all the bad language, these people were incredible. They were calling these people stormtroopers and Nazis and, and uh, we're, we're going to raise money for this guy's legal defense fund. They never did get in the store. These people would not move. And the cops were reluctant to engage in full-on assault. It was an amazing story. And, and so you're right about Wellington and other places people are mad but here's the problem i started counting who i could see in the frames and the most people i counted was 37 spread out parking lot in front of the store don't know how many were in the store but i counted 37 people total that's not enough they should have had 3,700 people there yeah and and i've said this too to california you want your state back Put a million people on the beach tomorrow. and Look how quick this will change. And, and Paul, here's one more thing. The NFL today came out and said, well, if they're not going to let us play. We'll have to come up with an alternative. And I already know one of them is to have the 49ers come to Phoenix and play in State Farm Stadium that's occupied by the Cardinals. Okay, that's fine. But why don't the owners of these teams say to the governor, hey, you know what? we like it over there so much, we think we're going to find another home where the government's a little more friendly to business. And all yeah, of a sudden... watch
1: that revenue.
0: <laughs> and then you got Elon Musk, who says he's moving. And here's yep. a dy- dyed-in-the-wool globalist, so you got the last car manufacturer that wants to leave. You, you should have Major League Baseball, the NBA, and MLB. They should be leaving. I mean... But you know what? I think to Newsom, he doesn't care. I don't think he cares. Well,
1: these people don't care. I mean, we we've talked about this before. Democrats—they don't care if three hundred million Americans die. They don't nothing to them. Nothing. Country goes bankrupt? Doesn't bother them a bit. They've already got their millions and millions. There was a—I uh, don't know if you saw it. There was a video of a uh, guy was former green beret police officer up in seattle berating cops that were doing what you were talking about so they they fired the the police department fired him his GoFundMe page went up two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a half a day
0: oh you're talking about uh greg anderson from seattle yeah yes yes Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. I did a ah. podcast on that. That guy's solid, man. He was yeah, in Ramadi. That guy That guy is a serious warrior. I mean, he was in the worst of the Iraqi fighting.
1: Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a badass. Well... <coughs> well, I just thought it—I thought it was so funny that, funny that his uh, GoFundMe site exploded like that. That tell you where the American people are at.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you'll throw twenty or a hundred dollars at the guy. How about getting in the streets for the guy? How about his fellow cops walking out? And you heard a story. His his uh, supervisor calls him at five a.m. Hey, I saw your video, man. That's awesome. Not not disobeying the Constitution. And there were about four thousand views then. Three hours later. There were 400,000 views, and they call him and go, Uh, we're going to have to ask you to take it down. And he said, No. Ain't happening. Okay, so then they call him back in a half hour. Uh, you're going to take a letter of reprimand, and you're going to, have to take it down. No. And then the chief calls him. The governor told me to tell you if you want to work in law enforcement in this state, you got to take it down. Can you believe that? So much for political free speech, huh? Exactly. They're just trying to kill
1: everything.
0: And here's the thing. Here's what he said. I will not violate the Constitution. So you're firing a cop for saying he won't break the rules. Are you kidding me?
1: Well, that just tells, tells you where we're at.
0: Okay, let's get down to serious business here. Um. Is Trump going to get reelected?
1: I don't even know if we're going to make it to the election.
0: Assuming we do. Humor me, Paul.
1: Oh, yeah. I, oh, I truly do.
0: Hmm. I don't. People vote their pocketbook. 65% of this country doesn't know how to pour pee out of their boots. They watch news. They watch CNN. Need I say more? What yeah, is it? CN,
1: CNN ratings are in the toilet.
0: No, but people are still watching them. CNN did their own poll. This is funny. They did yeah, their own right. poll. Did, did you see that? And they said, people trust CNN according to our poll. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Paul, I don't think he can win because the ignorant masses will vote their pocketbook and the Democrats are the masters at derision they've already said hey look you, you didn't shut the country down in time even though on that same time frame that Nancy Pelosi and all these Democrats are saying keep the country open it's xenophobic to close down the borders remember that Yep. Remember that? But now, all of a sudden, no, 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 no. He should have closed it down. Pelosi says Trump cost 50,000 lives. He's wrecked the economy. Blah, 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 blah. I read AOL.com because I got AOL email um, is one of my email servers. And they're like, uh, well, can Trump overcome wrecking the economy? (laughs) that's what they said basically in this article and I'm thinking okay this is what people are going to hear do you know that 55% of Americans can't find London on a map 60% of Americans can't name the vice president and we're going to trust them in the electoral process God help us I know and then we're going to do mail-in ballots what could go wrong Paul
1: uh, just about just about everything. You need to you need to you need to remind the people of, of Russia's concern about the Democratic Party coming into the White House.
0: Oh yes. Vladimir in twenty sixteen said that if um, I'm trying to think of how he said it. If Hillary would have been elected we would have nuked the United States immediately after the election. We were ready. Because in debate number two in 2016, with she and Donald Trump, she said, I'll have a no-fly zone, and we'll shoot anything down that violates it. Not that meant shooting down Russian planes, which would have meant World War Three. And that's why Putin made his judgment. And I'm hearing now, <coughs> excuse me, from sources I know, that Putin believes... Trump has lost control of the government. I agree. This has been a lab coat coup. And um, he's preparing to nuke America. He wants to see if Trump is going to pull out of this. But he's not going to. Because he knows. These people get in power. It's automatic war. They'll attack him. So he's not going to let them get the first shot in. you ever done that in a fight, Paul? You know, you know. There's no way out. Okay. You know what's going to happen. So I ain't waiting for the guy to come to me. I just walk up, just cold cock that guy as many times as I can. You ever done that?
1: Man, I'm from Odessa, Texas, where all you do is fight until you're old enough to drink, and then you drink and fight.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I had a lot of pugilists around me, too. And, uh, you know, if you're going to get in a fight, make sure you get those first shots in and make them devastating. Don't give them love taps. Take them out and uh that's what that's what putin will be doing in fact what was it he did about five years ago remember he took the entire population of moscow and put them inside a mountain yep remember that they're preparing to survive a nuclear retaliation so it's not going to end well for russia either though paul i was reading some analysis on this today and and i looked at all the sites that putin would have to eliminate and so forth not to have retaliation it's impossible and then there's a half dozen submarines carrying 24 missiles each uh, that would be fired upon Russia if, this, if they attacked us. Um, no one's getting out of this <laughs> uh, without serious damage.
1: Yeah, I think the uh, last report I saw was they had uh, uh, two Trident-class uh Submarines, one on each coast. Each holds 24 missiles. Each missile carries four independent warheads. Not, in, not including that we've got a North Korean satellite that rolls over Kansas at 300 miles up three times a day.
0: Well, you know, the Hopis tell us we live in the fifth world. I don't know if you're familiar with that designation. But they're talking about pre-Adamic societies and the one that people most would recognize would be Atlantis, and before that would be Lemuria, and the Hopis talk about the fifth world, and they say we're in the fifth world, this is the final world and then the revelation says, um, if it wasn't for the second coming of Jesus, all life on the planet would be wiped out I think I just said how that will happen I think this is where this could be headed, um and so, therefore, we got a little time because you got to go through the tribulation three and a half years, and you know the antichrist has to come forward if Hillary Clinton lives that long. And uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to slip that in. But uh, I, I look at this. He may not be too far off. Well, let's put it this way: she may not be the antichrist, but she lives in his neighborhood. Okay, how's that? And Next she, door. She probably double parks her broomstick in front of his house. Yeah, uh, but regardless of that we've got uh trouble big trouble here um there's another coronavirus coming out of africa that's real this is real it's more contagious heat resistant um uh, supposed to be here in october that's what i'm hearing yep. have you heard that too
1: oh yeah yeah. Uh, two yeah about two weeks ago they were developing a uh, heat resistant bug in uh in Africa. So, yeah, th- I, I mean this This has been bad, but you know, just just like in Illinois, 90 96% of the deaths have had severe health problems. There there are a few stories around of a couple of young people uh, there's some have been some people that in their 40s that have caught it but survived it it was a you know it was a really bad uh, two weeks I had uh, had went to the dentist a couple of weeks ago and the the uh, young lady that was uh, assisting the uh, dentist had had it of course they're, they're this are at the top of the food chain for this stuff. And uh, she said, Yeah, it's pretty bad. She said, I'm pretty active. I never slowed down. She said, I was in bed for two weeks, couldn't hardly move. But uh, having said that, the vast, 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 vast majority, nursing homes, uh, you know, mostly 70 plus, a lot in their 80s. That's why Italy got hammered so bad, is is, uh, they. They had the highest elderly population in the planet.
0: That's why they got it. Yeah, but, you know, here's the other thing, too. And you know this is true. The uh, federal government, through uh, Fauci's policies, have incentivized coronavirus diagnoses. So if you take a guy who's 85 and he's dying of kidney failure, and I actually had a doctor tell me about this. It was his patient. And he said the patient eventually expired. He had contracted COVID-19, but it hadn't really progressed. But he was told to write COVID-19 as the cause of death.
1: Oh, I talked to a nurse at work, and uh, she was coming in the store and had her had her mask on her hand and kind of shaking her head. I said, how are you doing today? And she goes, I wo- I'm a nurse in Greeley. She said, I wear these things. Right now, I'm wearing about 12 hours a day. And uh, she said... This was, I believe, last Tuesday. She said I had I had five patients that passed away on my watch on a Friday and Saturday shift, and none of them died of COVID nineteen. But guess what was on their death certificate? I'll I'll let you answer that.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) No, they get thirteen thousand more dollars of aid from the federal government when they have a COVID diagnosis.
1: And if they use a ventilator, they get 36,000.
0: Yes, exactly. Thank you for saying that, because you're exactly right. And so you can't trust the numbers. You can't trust the tests, because they're not validated. You know what the FDA said, though? They said, well, the labs can test them. So let's see. Let's create a test, but let's create a standardizing process that will show you how wrong we are. Uh Uh-huh. That's going to happen. And um, this whole thing's a joke.
1: It is. They had a... uh uh, while I was thinking about Italy they had a uh, politician out of Rome that was just monkey slamming the government of Italy for their, their count numbers on the death rates and he's saying it's it, it, yes yes we've, we've, we've had a lot of deaths but it's the numbers are not as high as what the government's telling you and uh, so having said that we can't believe anything that comes out of any government over this, or the news media.
0: Well, they're on the they same can't. side. I mean, but look, look at like TV. Turn on primetime TV, and if, if you don't fall asleep or throw up, look and see who their biggest advertisers are. And to a night, and to a network, it's always the pharmaceuticals. Yep. Don't you love Big their don't you love their blacklist for their medications oh take take this drug the rurixit and then they and they show these love scenes and like let's turn back the clock honey we'll make love for the first time in 20 years and they have these heart-wrenching commercials and then they come on with their black black box message can cause dry eyes heart palpitations kidney failure, liver failure, yeast infections, asthma, eczema, receding gum lines, but other than that, there's no problem.
1: Yeah, your butt falls off, but everything's okay.
0: I mean, just listen to the black box warnings at the end. They're hilarious. Yeah, they are. And I'm thinking, who would hear the end of that and say, yeah, I want to tell my doctor about that. I've got a death wish. Oh, well, this is, I mean, they're doing
1: the same thing they did for the, for the swine flu in 76 when I my beloved mother God rest her soul was trying to get me to take a shot take a shot tell mom I've got a shot record that's a mile long from traveling around the planet every time we left the country we had to go through a series of shots and uh, she kept bugging me and kept bugging me I thought okay okay I'll go take one I've never been that sick in my life I would my guts ten. I mean, super tensed up. I curled up into a ball and shook for about twelve hours. And that's the last vaccine I've ever had.
0: The last one I had, I was ten years old. You know, I was I was one night I went to urgent care, I was really sick. This doctor's talking to me, we're talking about this, that and the other, and he says, I gotta ask you something, Mr. Hodges. You're such a bright guy. He said, I'm sure you've had your flu shot. And I looked at him and I said, Well, because I am a bright guy, that's why I don't have my flu shot. And he said, Can you explain that? And I said, Yeah, how right do you think you get it for next year? I said, Does does your industry here, the medical industry, have a crystal ball and you know what that strain's gonna mutate to? How how could you possibly know? He goes, Well, we've been as high as fifty three percent and I said, Dad, yeah, and as low as four percent. So I said, Why would I inject myself with things that aren't good for me? With a low probability of having any effect. End of discussion, Paul. Yep. End of discussion, and I think, and I think there's going to come a day when Dave Hodges is not going to be able to buy, sell, or trade because I ain't taking that mark of the beast.
1: You, you know, you know that thing's got a micro RFID chip in it.
0: That's okay. They can follow me to the bathroom, (laughs) and I'll give them the panoramic tour. Um,
1: Well, I I ain't taking the RFID shot, period.
0: Well, that could come in a number of forms. I mean, you get this 2020 ID, it's going to have the same thing artificially. Sorry, Paul. There's no escaping the New World Order. And I predict one day they'll have the drone police at your door. The ones that are monitoring social distancing. Now, I'm sure you've seen some of that stuff. Um, and they have a dog in Boston now. goes into these parks. And this robotic dog. It's a robot. And it barks orders at people. You're too close. You're violating social distance. Move along, please. It won't be long yep, until... MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. You see? Did you see that? Yep. It's amazing. But is there's going to come a day when they're going to show up, the drones are going to show up at your door, and they'll be the enforcement agents. We're here to give you a shot. No, if you refuse, we must take you to the FEMA camp. That's okay. They have guillotines there that's okay Paul that day's coming buddy
1: well, I ain't going to no FEMA camp so
0: I bet you got twelve reasons why
1: <laughs> yeah and more and more than that
0: <laughs> and I'm sure on your left and right Mr. Smith and Mr. Wesson will be helping you out too uh, yeah.
1: and, and, and and plus more. <laughs> Well, they, I mean they, they may have all these drones and they may but they don't have enough bodies I, I mean just just around here there's there's 550 cows within two miles of where I'm sitting I know one I know one guy in Wellington that's got enough guns to supply about 50 people and I've said it on your show before there's enough 338 lapuas from where I'm sitting to North Denver to take over a Central American country. There's about 50 Lapua presses, reloading presses, within 30 minutes where I'm sitting. I mean, this this part of the country I live in is armed to the teeth.
0: Yes. Yes, I'm well aware of that.
1: They don't have enough bodies.
0: No. That's why you get the Gurkhas, the Russians, and the other people up there. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we've reported on that for years, Paul. Hey, I got to ask you an old question. Do you remember the guy you told me about who was a farmer, purchased the land, he's out surveying his land, and all of a sudden, like this draw drawer comes back in this uh, bluff, and out comes the SUV and the guys with automatic weapons and said, "You'll never come back here again." Did you ever get any follow up on that story?
1: The 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 lady, the source on that has she moved to Kansas City, Missouri and uh... my daughter told me a couple of days ago she's back so i'm gonna try to reach out to her if if people didn't get that story uh... this guy's grandfather had a very large ranch out in eastern colorado and the gentleman had passed away and left his grandson the ranch and and, uh... he'd really never patrolled it or you know really saw what was out there so he was driving around the ranch and had a uh, Small bluff, small mesa, and uh, he drove up, and there was these two big, giant black doors on it. And he goes, "What in the hell is that?" So he gets out of his gets out of his truck and walks over, and he's kind of rattling the door a little bit. And all of a sudden, three Suburbans, black Suburbans, came out of nowhere, and they guys jumped out, M16s pointed at him said sir we're sorry this is US government property you have to leave now and he said uh, no i think you're wrong he said this is my property he had the map on his on his phone and uh, we said sir we don't care you're on US government property you have to leave now and a couple of guys let those bolts fly home on those M16s so he got back in his truck and drove drove back home and there was not one attorney not one in that area that would even talk to him
0: what about the sheriff
1: I don't know if he contacted the sheriff
0: that's where you go you start well, with the sheriff he want
1: to sue the, sue the federal government I don't, I don't know if he talked to the sheriff or not he might have
0: file a pro but se lawsuit happened. Yeah. you and I would not be laying down for that stuff I know that Uh, pretty interesting well I wanted to mention too Paul has a uh, website called revolutionradio.org and a good aggregate news site and uh, again just to remind you everybody if you're going to purchase a car get the car repaired repairwithdave.com is really the place to go it is fantastic and I give it the very highest recommendation and something I have and you know what we don't get ripped off and we, we've had some problems early on with a vehicle we purchased about four years ago. And, uh, <laughs> no, not anymore. Not anymore, Paul. We don't let those people take us for a ride any longer. Well, look, Paul, it's been fun uh, kind of catching up here on the status of America. And I'm sure at this time next week, there will be a whole lot more violations.
1: You can bank on it.
0: Okay, thanks, buddy. Talk to you later.
1: Thank you, Dave.